Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> That's the intro music for the song because we can't figure out how to start these. That was very short. I would prefer that to be a lot longer. Oh, longer. <laughs> Just you have to sit through two minutes of it. <laughs> Straight two minutes of turkey noises. The first two minutes of every podcast just gets skipped every single time. All right, all right. So I wanted to start by saying thanks for listening. You know what? Oh my god. All right, great start again. Uh, so we have a kid here. <laughs> Again. Uh, but, you know, that's how this shit goes, you know. So I'm going to get back on track, get back to what I was saying. You know, I just want to th- thank anybody who's been listening. You know, it's awesome. <laughs> like, it's super cool being able to put this out into the universe. And then people actually want to listen to whatever weird shit we talk about. <laughs> Even if it's just one person. Like, it's yeah. just a, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. You the real one. You the MVP. You're keeping the ship afloat. <laughs> okay. We make no money from this, but yeah. thank you for we, we listening to us. I wouldn't ba- say waste time. Babble? I don't know. Babble. I listen to podcasts when I'm at work. Pastime. It's good. Not waste pastime. time. Pastime. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put it. It brings me to a good point on what... I want, I want to, like, explain what this means to me kind of thing. And it's not, like, I don't want to get famous off this shit. Like, I, it's not like I want, you know, a million views or whatever and, and money. If that happens, sweet. But that's not the point of what we're doing here, you know. And I think what we're doing here is if we keep this going, if we do one episode a week just indefinitely, you know, that's like a history of, like our lives yeah <laughs> no know? it's it's a it's a verbal diary yeah yeah like an oral history instead yeah, of yeah i being guess the, yeah oral written, written down in yeah. a book no i you you're you're right on the money there so that's that's kind of what i'm feeling like this is you know because one day we'll probably listen to it you know 10 years from now if we could this somehow... is gonna be the new facebook posts from 10 years back Ooh. we're gonna listen to it and we're just gonna cringe yeah we're gonna be like oh why yeah. did we why did we let <laughs> why did we think millions this was a good of idea? people listen to us because 10 years from now hopefully <laughs> why did six people <laughs> listen to our entire life it's so weird uh, uh yeah but you know and then i think about like the kids and stuff and i know they're they're really young so they're not in a position to even understand what the fuck is going on <laughs> You know, but eventually, you know, when we're gone, I would hope that this is all here, you know, because like me writing stuff down, you writing stuff down. I'm not reading shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if your grandma had some like diary, you're going to flip through a couple pages. And if it's like super interesting, you might listen to the whole thing. But like, you know, this you can hear the emotion. I mean, we're eventually going to talk about some like real shit and you're going to be able to hear it. You're going to be able to hear, you know, the happiness, the pain, you know, the sadness, the joy, like all all of the you can't get that from, you know, a book. So well, I, you, you, you can. It depends well, on how yeah. well it's written because you're going to get the people that are book fanatics that are like, no, no. Yeah, so, that's true. I'm I'm reading. A I'm few just books not and, I'm not a book person just overall. So like I don't get it. But that's also because my attention span, I can't sit 
sit still and yeah. read. Like, I, get, I really can't. I get, like, two, three pages. I do a lot of audiobooks, and they do a really good job of, like, conveying the emotions. And a lot of the ones I listen to are the author is narrating it. So, she, like, he or she can, um, you know, hear, like because they listen to it to edit it you yeah. know so they they can hear like oh that i'm putting exactly how i hear it in my own head when i put it on the paper i could say it out loud so that's kind of like part of what i'm i'm doing here and we're doing here is uh just a, a cool little history of it because uh i think that would be cool you know because i just i the reason i'm bringing this up is because i just talked to my mom to try to get like kid pictures of me because that's all we had because yeah. we you know we didn't have a video camera until i was like 15 and that was like a you know a camcorder <laughs> like yeah. you put the vhs tape in it and my record. grandma had there was like a whole cabinet filled of those yeah we we had the first camera we got was that one with the mini tapes yeah like not we didn't do the big vhs tapes and that was when i was in that had to be pretty young. I was pretty young when that happened. Like 12, maybe, I could think of a camera. But other than that, like anything before that, just pictures. Just still flat images. And this is doing the same thing. Like a still flat thing on a paper. You can only get so much from it. Like you could see the smile and you could pull and yeah. kind of try to guess. But when you watch like a video of your childhood, you can kind of like be there, you yeah. know, mentally. So I'm hoping that does the same thing here so she have a lot yeah yeah, she's yeah. Got, she's i would got assume i would assume that she has a lot yeah she said she's got a, like a tub just filled with random pictures like they're not organized and then above the stairs she thinks that there's a baby album with, like you know my yeah. hair and all that shit in it and yeah um, that was that's a really that was a big thing when we were growing up like if you had a baby there was like a whole baby book yeah like, baby baby's book. first haircut baby's first like it was like the first year of your life was like captured in these books. Yeah. I tried to do that with Kennedy. It's on Facebook. You know, it's on your phone. It's on, it's in the cloud. Yeah. It's on hard drives. You yeah, know? I know, but we it was get... like a physical, it was like a, a little book. Yeah, yeah. I there think... was like a, one that I had for my pregnancy too. Like, what did I eat during my pregnancy? That's somewhere. <laughs> right. You know, was, yeah. Just pickles <laughs> and like Oreos and random shit. Yeah. It was mostly pickles. <laughs> Oh, I could tell. It was so many pickles. I cried one time because we ran out of pickles, and it was too late at night to go get some pickles, and I was very upset. <laughs> Did you ever get a craving for, like, pickle ice cream or something real weird? Um, no, I don't think I had any weird cravings, like, mixing stuff, but, like, pickles are a very stapled item I needed. The one, the, the weirdest thing that I, I ended up eating was right before I found out I was pregnant but like I was pregnant but I didn't know and like I hardcore craved liver sausage <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah that's because there's like iron yeah, and shit there's but, a lot of nutrients in that shit yeah but I like hardcore like I needed it like there's nothing stopped like it was like I, I need this go to the grocery store buy something like a like a ravenous animal like a wolf that needs a bunny yeah well after after I found out I was pregnant I ended up 
ended up finding out after they did like the blood samples and stuff like that that I was very low on iron. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that explains that's, it. Yeah, that's, that's exactly why, why. Um, I had to take like iron pills and stuff throughout my pregnancy because like I was so low. I didn't realize how low I was. <laughs> no wonder I was yeah. so cold. <laughs> well, I mean that that happens though. I think women just have naturally low iron like yeah. all the time, so you really got to supplement. But, but we it, eat a lot of food now that yeah. would combat that. But it was very disgusting because like I ate a whole tube. Like, it was, like, bad. But, like, like, like I... Like a push pop? Yeah. But, like, people were probably like, how did she even, like, crave liver worse? Like, or no, liver sausage. I mean, it's iron. And you ate it in your childhood. Yeah. That's, that, well, that's that, what I was getting at. My yeah. grandmother, like, we basically... It was, like, liver sausage and crackers. Or she would take liver sausage and wrap it in a lettuce. And then you would eat it like that. And then uh, we spoke about it last night. My favorite sandwich was <laughs> liver sausage, American cheese, pickles... And mayo between two white slices like the, of bread. That's like the most, like, I, I'm i a German immigrant, but I'm also an American <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> like, yes. You know, I love it, though. That's that's homey. You know, that's like a comfort thing. I don't and know if I could eat that now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy yeah, some liver sausage and see if I could. I could never do the liver sausage. It's so good. I just I love it. The, the, I have the a video of, of there. Kennedy eating it. Like... Because I, I wanted to introduce, obviously, Kennedy to eat a bunch of different weird stuff because I didn't want her to be a picky child. So, like, I cut off a little piece of liverwurst and I gave it to her. And she, like, tried it. And she made, like, this face, like, do you like this? <laughs> and then she went in for another bite. And she was like, yeah, I like this. And then she ate the whole thing. And it was really cute. And yeah. I was like, yes. Yeah, I love it. Uh, all right. So... <sighs> Well, we can carry on with that. Or no, yeah, no. I want to go on my next thing because it's going to be stuck in my head until we do it. Okay, we'll get it out of your head. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get out of my system because I really want to say. So it's like, what this podcast really means to me is it's like a a, a manifestation tool, you know? Yeah, we're gonna talk like, everything into existence. Yeah, we're, what we're speaking doing. this shit into existence, and what does that mean? That means growth. You know, speaking our truths. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our truths, our reality, because I firmly believe in the ability to shift into a better reality and not like, you know, a comic book movie <laughs> where you're like jumping to a different portal or whatever you know what i'm saying not not something weird like that but like you open the door and you're oh, automatically in some other yeah, realm yeah like in kanto <laughs> yes so the the thing is the thing that i believe is like every once in a while on a cyc- cyclic pattern there's an opportunity for you to grow in your life and you kind of have to figure out the patterns in your own life to figure out when the best time to shift yeah, is, that's you know. like the when the one door closes, another one opens. Yeah, opportunities, Either, yeah. you know, like uh, you got to wait for the right opportunity. How do you know which one's the right opportunity kind of thing? And, and it's like, when you know, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> that is what life is really about, is like trying to, you're not just trying to figure out how to survive, you're trying to figure out how to like manage this whole thing and survive and grow and get better. Um, so I think speaking it out into the universe, I mean, it's literally when we upload it, to the, <laughs> <laughs> see, 
is going he, after is you. Is he going after my toe? Okay. We, we have our turtle running around right now. He's, His name is Buddy. Did you leave a lettuce out for him? I did. Okay. He's going to headbutt me to get some food. Yeah, he's probably he probably ate it all. He's probably upset that everything's I'm, fine. I'm fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Buddy's uh, fine now. He got more lettuce. Yeah. So I had to give Buddy more lettuce so he would stop he's distracting a, he's me. He's a little brat. Yeah. <sighs> all right. So. What you were saying um, I, how we're uploading this into or yeah. onto the internet. And yeah. you're putting it out there. We're, we're speaking it into existence. You know, I know the internet, like, everybody thinks that it's some cloud, you know, it's up in the sky, but it's actually just like pipes and wires and it goes onto some hard drive somewhere. Yeah. But eventually it'll go to a satellite and then it'll go to somebody else. And when that happens, it will be beamed into space and time forever. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what I was going <laughs> to... Uh, yeah. No, so, I, I, I think the podcast is really important just overall, just for our mental beings, like what we talk about, because we have, as we spoke about last podcast, how great our communication is. Yeah, I'm speaking too far away from the mic. Our communication is um, that if other people hear how open and how we talk, that that might also encourage other people to do the same thing too. Like yeah. Our messages are not just manifesting for us, but manifesting other people to possibly take what we say and also grow from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we're going to be sharing a lot of mistakes, uh, a lot of we hardships, a lot of pain, a lot of well, suffering. Now I am. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're pretty perfect now. <laughs> no, not at all. I actually, that's a good segue into part of what I wanted to talk about uh, on this podcast before we talk about. You know, we're going to give a little more backstory about us and like our jobs that we've had just so everybody can kind of see real or hear really where we're at. Like we're not, you know, I'm, we're not making a hundred grand a year or anything crazy. So I want to like go into the perspective. We're not even near that. No. <laughs> like, I want to go into the, push it like that? Yeah. I want to go into the perspective of like how, how we view what success is and what jobs we're in now kind of thing but not specific yeah we're not going to give names of where we work so (laughs) but before that i did want to talk about something i uh i've just been having a rough winter (laughs) yeah it's been a very rough winter. like i don't know you know and i think this is a good way to express that we're human (laughs) you know you have a hard hard problem yeah yeah we are uh you know we're we're two humans that are, are real, <laughs> you know, we're yeah. not fucking robots. We're not some internet program. We're real people, mm-hmm. you know, and we're going to go through ups and downs, peaks and valleys. It can't always be riding on high all the time, but for no. whatever reason, when the weather shifts and we get 10 hours of daylight, I'm riding high that whole time. But as soon as like fall hits, it's just like, there's a decline, decline, Ooh. decline. And then I like plateau, but at the bottom, <laughs> like yeah. not because in the summer I plateau at the top. Right. And I know that can kind of sound weird, but I've analyzed myself long enough to know my own pattern of, you know, mental health, right? And I really, I don't know, I think there's so many additional pressures happening last year and this year that it's just, this winter has been like double the hardness that it usually is yeah and uh you know i know that that's reflecting in what we're talking about 
you know, I know that's reflecting when we sit down and we try to have this conversation and we try to do this podcast. Like I know I'm bringing some of that into it because when we started the other podcast, it was in like May and you could tell, like I listened to it. (laughs) You could tell that there's like, you're more chipper. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so what I'm saying is we're going to get there. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I might, uh, I might be all over the place. I might be, uh, you know, in a certain headspace, and I'm trying to claw my way out of that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think one of, one thing that I, I heard one time, um, I don't know if you maybe told me this, uh, someone, I saw it somewhere, but it was like, we, like a therapist was like, I'm not trying, I'm not here to make you happy. Right. Happiness is one side of the scale. Sadness is on the other side of the scale. What our job is, is to get into the middle, to accept the sad parts, to accept the happy parts, and be neutral. Neutral is where we want to get, because then we understand our emotions and how to get out of sadness and how to get out of happy. Not that you don't want to get out of happy, but you know what I mean. Like, you can't live on one side of the scale, because if you're too happy all the time, if something bad happens, it ruins the whole day. Yeah, the pendulum, when the... Pendulum swings, yeah. Yeah, so... the neutral is keeping the pendulum swaying in its, you know, natural state. So yeah. if there's a little bit of movement either way, it's just a little wobble for yeah. the for the pendulum. But then, you know, you grab it and you're like, nah, I'm pulling this to the happy town. I need to be and happy. Then you keep all the time. it in happy town. Eventually it's just gonna you're you're gonna let it gets gonna get too heavy. You're gonna have to let it go. Well, I think that's why people like strive to be happy all the time because I think that's the only way to to be right because you have to glamorize that because that's buy this new product (laughs) it's gonna make you so happy we're gonna get into something else if we start trailing on this way episode four (laughs) it begins it begins (laughs) perfect but yeah no um like our whole society has also pushed on you must be happy like this is the happiest time of your life like your 20s are the best time of your life no well first off they're not (laughs) but um or in your case 30s (laughs) yeah um but that's that's a thing where you got to find that balance. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be happy, but you have to take that as a lesson and come out of that eventually. Right. Like you feel your feelings, your feelings are valid. Now let's how can we move to the next step to get out of that? Right. And for you it's just we just can't be in winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that um, my the solution for me here is uh just to never experience winter yeah we just can't live where it's cold (laughs) yeah so like i need to just go be a recluse monk but not somewhere cold yes (laughs) and then i'll be fine perfect (laughs) i get it i get it uh yeah no i'm i'm learning more ways yeah to cope with you know I think I, if we had more space, I think that would definitely help. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're still on that house search. Hopefully, fine, we'll start looking again come March. It's like um, suffocating. March, April. I know. Like that, that's what it is. It's not, it's like that energy. There's just, you know, I don't want to sound <laughs> like a douche, but I'm going to. So that, it, you know, when I, I just pump it out. <laughs> like I the pump. Energy? Yeah, I pump out this energy. And it just smacks right off the walls, and then it just hits me, and then it confuses me, and, like, it suffocates me. The vibrations me. are hitting the walls. I don't, yeah, yeah. we're just going to say it like that. Yeah, the, the, it's a little woo-woo. It's Have a little you, shit, Here's but. a good way to put in perspective. Have you ever gone to a family event, and you're dreading it, and you walk into a room, and you just feel the tension? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. It's that tension. Like, as soon as 
he feels a certain type of way, the whole house feels that way. And we, our house is fairly small. Um, so that energy just, it hits hard. Yeah. But it just bounces so aggressively back to you. But we are learning different ways for you to cope with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. Like going outside. I have been going outside more. That has actually been helping I, way more than I was expecting it to. I've actually seen a lot of like I wouldn't say TikToks because I still don't have TikTok, but um, like reels on Instagram where people are like aggressively like putting on boots and like <laughs> a, like uh, snow suits and a hat, and they're like. I gotta go for my mental health walk today. <laughs> and they're like angrily walking around the block because yeah, they know it's going to the help snow. them in the snow. I think you need to start doing that. I, I have been. I've been going further in the back. You know, it's covered. It, there's like a foot of snow out there right now. But I, yeah, I just, just like right before this podcast, I, I put my like winter boots on. And I just, I went outside. I went all the way to the back. You know, I did a little lap in the yard. I tried to get some fresh air. Uh, I think it was like Thursday. I went out there in like my navy booty shorts. (laughs) (laughs) You put that one. Yes, your shorter shorts. Yeah, my running shorts or whatever they're called. But yeah, I went out there, no shirt, in Birkenstocks with my navy shorts, and it was it was freezing cold. It was so cold. Felt better. But that sun was just like showering. Yeah. Right. And also in the winter, all of our windows are closed. But as soon as it's nice enough to open these windows, these windows are like never shut. Yeah, like, yeah, we keep them open as long as possible. Have nice, refreshing air. Um, whatever way you put the fans in the house for it to mm-hmm. regulate um, or circulate. That's yeah, not, not circulate. <laughs> I pull fresh air from outside. I make it go throughout the entire house, and then it With exits. Yes. Yeah, I have a system of many fans, but and I have coming. more fans this year. It's coming. We're almost in February. Spring is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't Groundhog Day in February? You could say when the windows open that I'm a man of only fans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a perfect... That should be it. You setting up fans, and it's a video of you setting up Sexily. fans. Sexily. Sexually? Yeah. Sexually? Yeah, because that's what the people want. They want me to plug in fans uh, attractively. (laughs) That's what sells. (laughs) Nobody wants to just watch some guy plug in fans. We're doing that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna record you. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) There we we go. We will do that. That's starting our OnlyFans content. (laughs) (laughs) Just me plugging in fans. Uh, That might actually pop off though. (laughs) Like it's so weird and out there. Is this guy really pl- just plugging in fans? Yeah, well, fans get expensive, though, babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just bought a new one, and it was kind of expensive, but... We needed it, though. So, and it's not even in the room that we no. needed it for, so... For whatever reason, I can only sleep with, like, shitty boxes. I love fans. I love it, too, because you were like, this fan <clears throat> is going to change the way I sleep. <laughs> and then we bought it, and you're like, I hate this fan. It, it's good. It's a good living room fan, for but, the summer. Yeah, when I try to go to sleep, I I have like hypersensitive hearing. Like I it just I can hear shit going on in the basement. Like I don't like well, when I close off my other senses. Like it yeah. could like creep. There's no insulation yeah. at all in any of these walls. Like and if there is, it's like whatever asbestos ass shit that you don't even it's not even good. These walls are so thin. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so wild. Bad. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Enough of the woo-woo shit, you know, because we got to sprinkle that in. We got to yeah, sprinkle no. a woo in I here, think... a woo in there, and then if you like the woo-woo shit, yeah. no, that's good. No, I, I do want to say one thing, though, that I am very proud of you. Mm-hmm. 
and that I thank you for having that open communication um, that we've had this winter because I think if you didn't speak up on how you were feeling, obviously I would have started overthinking, but the mm-hmm. fact that we had that communication that we have, like, thank you for right. for, for doing that. Okay. And I'm proud of you. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> no, I just, I love you. I love you so much. More. And, More. And. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And, I'm kidding. and, 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 and. Yeah. Just that, keep going. That's the, that's the new relationship shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, well... We're trying to be better. Yeah, well, people probably relate to this. If you have a significant other that, like, shuts down and doesn't talk, you start to overthink, Mm -hmm. and it it dives down deep, especially if you have past traumas and past relationships. Like, shit can go from zero to 100 real quick, especially with the shit that I went through. And if you didn't open up, like, I... I Mentally, I would have tanked, too. But now that we're able to work together to help each other. Right. Shutting down is kind of what I used to do, though. (laughs) Like, that's just... But not in, like, a... It's just I start walling myself off more and more. It's not like I'm shutting down and I'm like, I'm not going to work today or whatever. Yeah, no, we're still grinding, but it's a definite, like... You just start shutting down, like, your emotional... Yeah, like, your your emotional capacity gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, because you're just trying to get through the day. Yeah, you're just trying to be your own... Like, let me just worry about my own little tiny bubble... And then if I could if I could just nurture that throughout the day, and if your I'll bubble okay. touches my bubble and it collides, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If my bubble absorbs your bubble, then that's fine. But yeah. not the other way around. <laughs> Don't you dare take my bubble. Don't touch my bubble. Uh, all right, for real. We got a pepper in the woo woo shit. I know the podcast okay. is called Becoming Pagan, and the people listening should expect a little bit of woo in in the podcast, maybe an additional woo you know as this thing goes on but like uh you know i don't want to go too hard with it yeah so should we talk about what we did this week with the fasting then oh yeah yeah we did start that so monday part of the pagan that which is part of the reason let me talk let me start Mm -hmm. it so monday we started or what was monday was a significant day for you wasn't it or was it just monday you just were starting was it martin luther king day the 17th was it the 17th what day are we yeah <laughs> yes so um the 17th um betty white's birthday rest in peace betty white mm. um but we started intermediate fasting so we did i think 16 8 no you did 24 I on did, the first day i did 22 all 22. week until friday oh shit okay well you did better than i did i ended up downloading an app <laughs> to help me <laughs> Um, just because I just need something visually, like yeah. click on the app. And then it also has like little like tips and stuff, like how to get through your day. You, you like having, uh, I like AI structure. Dom. I like some, yeah, I need a Dom. You need for, an AI daddy. I, I need somebody to tell me what to do and I'm just going to do it. It's great. So you need a tech, a technological personal trainer. Yes. So which, I love it. <laughs> It's the future. It's like eat, and I'm like, okay. okay yeah, eat. yeah. I, I'll put. I'll do that. I'll do that for you. Okay, Anything fine. for you. Just tell me I'm good, and it's yeah. like you've done great. Validation. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly how I work. So this is why this relationship works so well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so the app, like, it literally just tells you, like, this is what your week is looking like. That we're gonna start a fast from um, eight a.m. Oh no, it's like. 
8 p.m. is when you stop eating, and then you can't eat until, like, noon the next day. Right. Or afternoon the next day. And then it did that a few times, and then it was like, here's, like, a little cheat break um, where you can eat uh, until, like, 8... Uh, I, let me just get the uh, yeah, times the, out. the app schedules it for you, so you yeah. don't have to think about it. I know what you're saying. But so it, I did, it I did. slowly moves to where we're getting today, yeah. is where I'm getting at, is because if I sound tired, I probably should make this not a 24-hour fast because yeah. how I'm feeling, but um, today is my first 24-hour fast. It's actually like a 30-hour fast because I'll be sleeping during the times yeah, where once I can it breaks, Just set an alarm, um, wake up, eat a block of cheese. But yeah, Monday was from 8 p.m. to 12 p.m. on Tuesday, and then Tuesday, 8 p.m. to Wednesday, 12 p.m. Thursday was 10 a.m. to Friday, 6 a.m., and then today is was sunday 12 a.m to monday 6 a.m <laughs> yeah that sounds really complicated for me yeah. so what i did was i gave myself a two-hour eating window first couple days two and a half hour eating windows uh so i did 6 p.m to 8 30 monday and tuesday i was allowed to eat and then wednesday thursday i did 6 p.m to 8 p.m was the like window mm-hmm. right so if you go from six to six it's 24 hours yeah but the, since I'm ending at 8, I'm going from 8 p.m. to 6 p.m. the next day is, is what I've yeah. been doing. And then Friday I ate early because I, I did like a, I took my kid out and we did, I had a little fun, you know, dad, kid time. Yeah. So uh, I broke it a little early. I think it was like 3 or 4 That's maybe. Okay. But I I really like it. Um, obviously, I'm this is going to be day 7, so... Um, my body is still obviously getting used to all that, but I've honestly haven't had as many cravings because like my biggest thing is snacking. Yeah. Like I, and like I'm a texture person too. So like if I don't get that like food texture that I'm like looking for, I'm going to be, I I keep eating. I can't, I like binge eat. (laughs) Like it's so bad. Um, I have no (laughs) self-control. So what we should do is we should open up a restaurant called Textures. And it's just different. Why are you texture putting all foods? these ideas on the podcast for others to take? Because yeah, I'm it. never going to open a restaurant <laughs> called Textures. But if you open a restaurant called Textures, I will go eat there. Yeah, please let us know. Yeah. If you take any of our ideas, please <laughs> let us know so we a, can at least make an appearance. I don't even want to cut. I don't want. I don't, I'll yeah, pay we don't want to cut. I, I don't just want free see food. How it yeah. turned out? <laughs> just let me know. Let me know how it goes. Because I'm not even going to say the clothing one that we have because that that's going to be successful. <laughs> but. <laughs> Any of the restaurant ideas, if you want them, take them. Because that shit, that's a, such a, a huge undertaking, opening up a business in anywhere, especially Illinois. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's fucking wild. I don't know how people are doing it. Like, yeah. it makes no sense. And then you start looking into it, and you're like, I need how much to, to start a business? <laughs> like, well, I, just, yeah. I just want to be happy with my family and own a family-owned business. And the world's like, nah. Yeah. But I feel great otherwise despite this headache of mine and drinking water. That's probably the coffee. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, the coffee. Yeah, the no caffeine. Yeah. I can't, even when I fast, I mean, I guess this isn't a true fast then, but like, even when I do, I need, I need caffeine. There's, well, I can't Well, as long do as you, if you can just drink black coffee, that's what you can do. Like, <sighs> that, that doesn't yeah, break your fast. Our, it's when you add sugar or cream is when you break your fast. Yeah, any caloric intake They call is it a dirty your... fast. That's the term. Oh, I'll you're dirty, dirty fast. Fasting. I'll dirty fast. If you that's drink not... tea or coffee, you're dirty fast. Yeah, it sounds like exactly what I'm into. So, 
Yeah, but we made it to the weekend. I've done no restrictions this weekend. I but when I do eat, I'll eat like my normal bowl of cereal and stuff. I have to eat less Mm because like my stomach is shrinking. That's what happens when you fast. Your stomach shrinks, and then you you, needed that. Yeah, you have like little squirrel portions. Yeah, I ate that sandwich yesterday and I couldn't finish it. Yeah, that's good though because like you still feel. I'm still getting satisfied by feeling full because that's all I want. I just want to feel full all the time, all day. You know, (laughs) I just want good food in my mouth and I make good food and I know I can. That's the problem, is I know I can make good food now. I don't have to rely on running out because back in the day it was like, oh, I don't want to go to the store to get the food that I want. But now it's like, I could just make it to get the food I want. I just need 15 minutes of my own time. Now you, yeah, you're giving the 15 minute drive to the 15 minute you got to make it. Oh yeah. Oh, but it's so good. I, I love cooking. That's one of my like Zen things that, that, you know, calms me down, like meditates. So... As per the last podcast, I'd like to talk about our jobs, you know, transition it into like how we got to where we are today. Uh, my story is going to take a little bit. So if you want to kick that off. Um, are we just talking about like how our work? Like, yeah. You just say retail or, or positions. You could do positions. Just don't do. Oh yeah. I'm not, names. I'm not giving names cause I'm about to do some shit talk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so like what was your first job and then um, my first job or i'm gonna go with the first like me making money just in general right so i was hustling in like the second grade i was the person that had the cool crayon box um because i loved coloring i was like an artist at my house so my parents would get me the nice like crayon box and the other kids like thought that was super cool oh my god you have a macaroni color Um, I want to use a macaroni color. And I was like, okay, give me a quarter and you can borrow my crayon. <laughs> give me a quarter, bitch. You don't get to buy it. You get to no, rent yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I rented out my fucking crayons. You leased out your crayons. Uh, yeah, or if they had snacks, I was like, okay, well, uh, let me get let me get one of your what Oreos or something. Well, let me get your Oreos. Give me a half an Oreo now as a down payment, and then you give me one Oreo yeah. a day for a month. Well, then in the third grade, I started bringing books home from school, and I was like a library. I would rent out books for a day or for a week or whatever for like a dollar, and um, kids would actually do it. I yeah. had my little my pencil bag that had my money, and like the teachers were like, the, they didn't give a fuck. I'm, no, I'm in the third they grade. They're like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, yeah, Or they were like, this girl's going somewhere. Yeah, I feel like if I know, I know a few teachers, and if I know anything, they were probably like, I don't even care. Oh, yeah. Well, it's also Catholic school. Isn't Catholic school doing this? Oh, yeah. They're so. doing that shit, too. They're like, I see you. Yeah. Doing the same shit I'm doing. Um, then I started making jewelry out of, like, random shit in the house, and my grandma saw that. So she would buy me a few, like, little things to, like, make, and um, then I started selling jewelry on the side. Um, and then whatever money I got back in, I would go with my grandma to Michael's and like, she was teaching me how to take the money that I earned and then buy my products and like how to make a profit. Cause my grandma had her own business too. She like did ceramics, um, and she would paint them and sell them and I would go with her to craft store. So she, um, me and her, we did crafts all the time. Right. So when she was teaching me like that business and, um, so growing up until like, 14 um yeah because i think my grandma passed when i was 16 or 17 it's about to be 10 years i think yeah yeah 2012 is when she passed so yeah it's about to be 10 years um so 
I was I would go with her to her craft shows and that's how I would make my money I would be making my jewelry I would help her with her ceramics and then for helping her set up and stuff she would always pay me too (laughs) and um after that as soon as I was able to legally get a job I got a job so because like backstory too is like I'm the oldest of four children and like I'm not saying that my parents weren't the quietest with what was happening with the financials in the household but i knew i wasn't right. stupid like yeah. i'm the oldest like it's, there's younger children that need more help than i do if i'm able to like, hustle and you're you're not directly listening in on what they got going on but you could, just tell. You could passively yeah. hear it and then you know different there's different situations where yeah. you're like hey you know i need five dollars for some school thing and they're like oh we don't have it and you're yeah. like what do you mean and they're like don't worry but we don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you put pieces together. Kids yeah. are smart. They figure this shit out. Yeah. So that's why I, as soon as I was able to get a job, I was like, well, I'm just going to start making my own money because then I can just start getting the things that I need to get because I don't want to ask my parents. Right. So my first job was at a pizzeria. And I, that was a, that was one of my, I wouldn't say favorite jobs, but I was working with my two best friends. Um, and that was <laughs> really, oh Luna, get the, Luna. So many distractions. I can't wait to just lock. At, like, we're going to have our room and everybody can just go fuck off. Yes. While we're doing this. But um, I was basically just a carryout girl. And that was actually my first job. And I got fired from it. And I worked there, I want to say, for almost a year. Um, It was, no. I worked there for, a, I want to say, like, maybe two years. Yeah. But... Um, I got fired, like, right after prom, so I had, like, no money, and all they did was, like, they called me, right, and they were like, hey, we don't need you to come in today, and I was like, okay, cool, like, maybe they're super slow, and they don't need me to come in, and I was like, okay, well, I'll see you guys tomorrow, because I was scheduled the next day, and they were like, oh, no, like, we don't need you to come in anymore, (laughs) and, like... We don't need you to come in that day either, or or the day after. Or the day after, we don't, yeah. yeah, and then they were like, um, uh, you can pick up your check on Friday, and I was like, oh okay like i didn't know what to like say or do because like i was like 17 at the time or 16 or 17 (laughs) what did i do wrong yeah what what did i do i don't have technology to tell me what i did wrong yeah well uh yeah now with the (laughs) anti-work movement yeah um but that that job was like the manager his daddy owned the pizzeria Mm -hmm. and he got the job because like his daddy owned it and he was just a dick i'm just gonna flat out say it he was a dick and i love that I drive past there and it's just a shithole because there's signs. Everyone basically quit, which yeah. I'm all for because he paid shit. And um, they had to close their dining room. They have no bartenders. They have no, they have nothing. Right. And as sad as that sounds, I'm just like, yeah, because that place was really fucking well, shitty. What goes around like, comes around. Yeah, like you, know? you can't pay shit wages. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah, but we're not doing that today. Yeah, we're not doing that today. But that was my first job. Right. How um, much were you making an hour? Eight twenty-five. What year was this? Actually, I think I was only making eight. I was only making eight, and this was because I didn't get that until I went to the sandwich shop. Um, uh, two thousand. How old was I when I started? Two thousand eleven. Okay, we'll just we could just ballpark it. Yeah, so like two thousand eleven, you're making eight bucks yeah. an hour working at a pizzeria. Yeah, because two thousand eleven, I was fifteen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. When you were doing that, did you, like, when you got your first check, were you, were you like, this is awesome? Yeah, well, I've, 
I thought it was super awesome, but it was also like, I was only working like two or three days and I was like, oh, this is like, this is like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I could worked. get one sandwich. Yeah. Great. Well, it was, it was enough to get what I needed to get. Cause I was a teenager. I did have, um, I inherited my grandmother's car, mm-hmm. um, being the oldest. And then when my grandmother passed, I was able to take, take her car. Um, so I just had to pay for like gas and insurance and then, um, my phone bill, um, I wasn't paying at the time cause my mom was helping me with that much cause yeah. there was only, it was only like me and my brother that were on the phone plan. Like the other siblings were not yet. Um, but eventually when I made enough, I was able to take over everything. Right. Right. So. But I was a pain for everything. Yeah. You, you started yeah. taking over different responsibilities and bills at, you know, 16 when yeah. you were working at your pizzeria right yeah all right so let's let's keep going so yeah so after i got fired from there um i didn't have a job for a while um and then my my friend was like hey we're hiring at um the sandwich shop (laughs) so uh do you want to come work over there and i was like oh sure um and i worked there for a while um that was i was actually i was still working there uh, when i got hired for my current retail uh, position okay. and I was actually working both positions at the same time and it was I was making a lot of money and when I mean, yeah when I mean by a lot a lot of money I was getting paid weekly because each check was like the each week so like sorry oh. I would get paid from the one place and then like y- you get what I'm saying yeah so um I knew I was overworking myself though because I was working like doubles I would go from one job to the next job like in the same day work a morning and a night shift right. like working like eight days a week basically um and I knew I was overdoing it when I was racing from one job to the other oh you're good when there I was racing go. from one job to the other and I got into my first car crash and that totaled my Malibu. Aww. And I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I need to focus on which job. Because I wasn't going to school either. I was like, fuck school. I'm not yeah, going to school. I'll figure um, it out. Because when I was working there, I was 18 at the time then. And I was like, I can't be doing were, that anymore. Do you remember the wage you were making at either? Um, I was, I was hustling too there too. Um, I have another story that I could tell in a minute leading up to that right. but i was making i want to say like nine dollars at the sandwich shop because i got a raise because i worked there for so long and then i was making like 925 at the other place that's pretty good so making just enough to where i chose obviously the one that i stuck with that i'm still with now um but i left the other place and um i they were like really rough in the beginning like it was only like the three i was a cashier um so uh there was only like three of us and like there's other stuff that you have to like do you have to get like people to sign up for certain things and like Mm -hmm. you have a quota you have to make and like i was doing really well but um i found out what other people were making i was like okay well why am i not getting paid that and i questioned it and they were like okay well like maybe when your race comes around we'll like be able to push you so i actually went and i looked for another job and um i got a job as like a salesman for a furniture company and um they were offering me like eleven dollars and i went to my to my current employer and i was like hey like i like this other job i got it like if you're able to push it over 11 like i'll stay um they ended up giving me 11.50 there you go so i was like oh huh 
funny that's, how, uh, that, yeah. how that works. Look, look at what happens when the there's power and leverage in the hands of the worker. Yeah. Not the corporation. You get what you want, you know, yeah. just to take away from that. Yeah. But no, I stuck with the, the company that I'm, I'm still working for for a while. I've jumped positions. I've yeah. gotten promotions. M- I switched areas. Yeah. And uh, now I'm working from home. Right. Doing we- stuff. <laughs> Are you comfortable giving like a, a wage range? Like what I'm like, making now? Uh, yeah, how much you make an hour? You can give the exact amount or you could do like a range just to see like, you know. Well, my position ranges from 16 to like 19. Right, right. Okay, so, you know, you going from... I don't want to give the exact dollar Yeah, amount. no, that's yeah. fine. So going, still there. <laughs> going from $8 an hour and now you're making double what you made... Yeah. I think you can objectively say that your quality of life probably not has improved double, but it's definitely gotten better oh, yeah. just from making more money, right? And we're not rich people. We're not making rich people money. We're making like just get by money, yeah. you know? And it, Well, there's so many factors too when it comes to like how much you're making. Because like I also like, how can I word this? Because I'm trying to word it without us having to get into other subjects. Um, cause I, if we just, we can make a whole podcast of just my yeah. work in general. Um, like I never went off to college. Like that was like, and honestly I was supposed to, my ideal was after high school, I was going off to Western university. I got accepted yeah, like into going the program to live on campus. Yeah. Going to deal. live on campus. I was going to go there. I was going to go for forensic chemistry and I was going to be a forensic chemist and work with crime I, I think i was gonna do like blood pathogens and stuff like that yeah and that was like my career that i wanted to do and um and that just wasn't in the books because as i was getting older and college i was like i don't know how i'm gonna pay for this and my parents were like oh don't worry we'll figure it out we're gonna figure it out and i knew being the oldest there's three other siblings that need yeah. to go to college yeah. i'm like there's no way that i'm gonna go because it's, it's there it's not gonna be able to happen for them right. so i chose not to go to school um part of the reason was for my siblings so they wouldn't be able to go to school yeah. um but i was like i know i've been hustling for a little bit i mean <laughs> i'll figure it out yeah and um i was sustainable on um, by myself i was buying my own food like if anything my parents were s- supplying like a roof over my head mm-hmm. um but when like for example like now like if i was just getting paid a little bit more Right. Like, I would be able to make it work because, like, my debt and everything is, like, yeah. basically gone. And, um, like, without – with getting married, <laughs> yeah. like, the way we did, I didn't have to pay for health insurance. I think, if anything, the health insurance is what's, like, crumpling. It's fucking crumbling. crippling. Yeah. 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 It is crazy. Yeah. When, when I was working at the company I was working at before the, my mm-hmm. current job, it was uh, free 99, you know, for mm-hmm. health insurance, dental – and I, but it was like the lowest possible plan and your yeah. deductible was like super high. And they were like, oh, so you could pay per check or you could pay 200. They didn't say what it was. They were like, you could pay 200 and that gets you better coverage, lower deductibles and whatever. And I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I have a kid. How much would it be to put my kid on? It just like, it was like 500, you know? And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. That's so much. And then I talked to my coworker and I'm like, is that... 500 a month and they're like no that's 500 per check and it I'm doesn't like, make sense i'm like what you can't even like give me a monthly like the monthly amount's a thousand dollars and i'm supposed to feed people too 
you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't... Hey, crumples! Stop crumpling! We can hear you. <laughs> we can hear the crumpling. Yeah. I, you probably can't even hear it. No, I could, I could, I could hear it. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, the insurance was, like, the biggest thing because after I had my daughter in 2016, like, I had to put her on my insurance, um... And it's like that was that was a lot. Yeah, yeah. once you add, start adding kids and shit, it gets it gets crazy expensive. Yeah. Like I, I just I don't know how some people are doing it. To be honest with you, but we're not going to get into that because yeah. that's depressing. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Uh, so you you made it through the ranks. You're you're there now. We're looking at you know different avenues. Yeah, of, there's a of possible that we're we're playing around yeah, with. There's a possible promotion for me. That would um, be nice. There's word for it. I just haven't heard any word from it. Right. Um, but I've been with the same company. It's going to be nine years this year, ten years next year, obviously. So yeah. I've been so, with them for a while. So, you know, when, when I was growing up, I always thought like 50000 That was like what I, if I can make it to 50000 I'll be comfortable. I'll be happy. Well, yeah. I don't know about it if I said I'll be happy. But I was like, I knew, I know that if I make 50000 I'll be okay for me, just me. You yeah. know, and then uh, as we've progressed through life and through our jobs, uh, I've come to the really realization that that really means just you. Like yeah. if you, if you're making fifty thousand, you should be fine. Like you really should, unless you're living yeah. in the city or something. You, you and maybe be fine. maybe a child. Yeah. Well, no, well, not you fam- can't. You can't be a single child. Because then you have to pay for childcare and shit. And then if you, what if you don't have the support? What if you don't have the help? That's eight hundred dollars a month right there. Like, I know it's really it's all fucked up. You know that. So you as a single person, no relationship, no kids, just you living in an apartment or whatever. Fifty grand will probably get you a good, you know, comfortable life without a modern nice. Amenities. You would have to change. Like, and I see a lot of women doing this now. Is they're going just into childcare. Yeah. A lot of childcare facilities lets you bring your child to the place as you're working. Oh yeah. So yeah. Some I think that's a do great. That too. Yeah, like so when I when I did decide to go back to school, um, I had that uh, single mother bonus that <laughs> I got to go to school basically for free, and um, I was able to take Kennedy and put her into one of the programs at the college too yeah. while I was going to the school. So she got to benefit from me going to school because she got a little schooling too yeah when my mom was doing that when she i think it might have been even like moraine yeah that's has where I was. a little yeah there's like a little Daycare. kid area yeah, yeah and i remember playing in that same like oh little, that's cool i didn't know that yeah that little <laughs> uh there's like a wooden construction it's like you know what i'm saying well wooden they've upgraded it since since then oh, but yeah it was like all wood back yeah. in the day and there's like a little slide and like kids where you could play with little yeah. kids and everything i i remember that those days that i don't remember how long she did it or like you know when I was even there, like what age, but I do remember going on that slide. And, uh, you know, I, that's so helpful. It's like so crazy helpful. Cause if you had to pay for childcare, you probably wouldn't even be going to college, you mm-hmm. know, like it, 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 people don't realize that like all of these little things add up to like crushing, <laughs> like, yeah. like it's so crazy. Um, all right. So let, I, let's go through mine. You know, we'll do a little, are your eyes all jacked up from the cat? I, we, she needs a fucking bath. Yeah, I we can't need to give her a bath. Mine are getting itchy too. 
Jesus. Crazy. I'm not even Luna. Al- I'm not even allergic to cats. But... Hero was bad. Like as soon as I uh, pet Hero, yeah. like he it was instant like itch. Yeah, because a eyes. poof cloud of yeah. dander came off of him. You th- it wasn't dirt. It was dander. It was gross. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we'll go through mine real quick. So my first job, I was a cart pusher at a store, you know, at a yeah. retail store. And um, I think they called it a lot attended or a lot manager. To make it sound, you know, oh, you're a lot manager at the fucking whatever, you know, corporation. Better not have those carts hit those cars. <laughs> so I was making, I think my first wage was seven twenty five an hour. And I wasn't even working there. It couldn't have been more than like 30 hours because they didn't want to pay me full time. So they would do like. Oh, that was another thing. Full yeah, time just in general. You'd but... get like 39 hours and a half hours and then they would like punish you if you got 40 because if you got 40 consistently they have to give you benefits and they don't want to do that shit by law you know so they'll give you 39 um so i was working 39 i started at like 30 and then i worked up to like 39 a week and it wasn't a miserable job i wasn't unhappy doing it it just i just knew like this isn't gonna go anywhere like i could work here for 30 years and i'm not i'm never gonna make more than thirty thousand. you know like that's just how i had it in my mind and they offered me like a stock boy position for more money and and all this shit and then i how old were you when you started working i was 18 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was uh i didn't start i my mom was so adamant about me doing school that she told me that i am not allowed to get like a job while i'm in school because my main focus is to get out of school first which i can agree with because i was like a cdf student <laughs> like i i just didn't care about school i mean i i figured it out in like you know the third grade what was going on and i'm not going to say what was going on specifically because I have a kid in here, <laughs> so yeah. I don't want to put fucking ideas or whatever, but, you know, I kind of figured out, and then by the time I got to, like, high school, I just, I, I was, like, tapped out, I'm like, this, this isn't giving me anything that I need to succeed the way I want to succeed, like, this is giving me the tools to succeed how, you know, Steven succeeds, how Casey succeeds, how Miranda succeeds, these are all fake names, but, like, you know, you're giving me the the blanket thing for success and it's not going to work. You know, I already knew it wasn't going to work. So then, you know, I joined a retail stores, shopping cart manager, (laughs) you know, so I was doing that. I was doing that. And then I was applying for every single position that wasn't that everywhere else. You know, I didn't want to keep working for them. I didn't like the way they structured things. I didn't like the benefits thing that they pulled and all that stuff. So, Then I got a job at another retail store that sells games, and um, that was like my dream job. (laughs) Like, yeah, you love your video games. It it sounds kind of sad. It sounds kind of pathetic that my dream job at the time, because I just loved video games. I loved knowing about them. I loved watching them progress. It it wasn't just, I like playing video games. It was like, I like seeing the evolution of these things. (laughs) Bless you. Oh, thank you. Um, So I thought that was like the coolest job ever. Because in my head, 
that store was eventually going to sell old school shit. That store was going to sell NES games. And then I could just go off like some little 12 year olds, like what's super Mario two. And then I could just, just hit them. <laughs> just <laughs> With, smack them in the yeah, face. Just hit no, them right in the mouth. Here's a knowledge. truth bomb. Let me tell you something. <laughs> And then just go off on how Super Mario 2 wasn't in America for, you know, X amount of years because it was a Japan exclusive, you know, just go, just going off. Nerd right. off. Yeah, just nerd. Got just, a nerd boner. And then he's like, oh, cool, can I buy that? And probably if this was a real thing, it would be like, oh, it's $200 because, you know, yeah. it, there's only 2,000 of them, you know, and that, they could have done that. They could have turned into like a you know, retro gaming thing, but they didn't know. They didn't realize the impact of technology and games. Yeah. So obviously I'm super nerdy about it. You know, yeah. like if I could curate a video game museum, that would be like, that would be it. It would be a dream job for me. Right. It doesn't the TV matter. TV everywhere with one specific game so you can play and see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Anyway. Another idea. Let yeah. us know. If you Another open idea. a museum, If you open a video game us. museum, I will curate some items for you if you give me an unlimited budget. I got you. <laughs> so, Let him spend the night in the museum so he could just play. Oh, God. I could die happy. I would die you in do, that museum. You, you switch games so often now that you would be able to play through all of them. God. I, it's, it's so bad. All right. Well, we're, we're good. Off topic. So... I, I was there. I ended up getting, I think I was 19 when that happened. I ended up getting eight fifty an hour. So my, my law attendant job, they were like, Oh, you're leaving. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I found a better gig. They're paying me a dollar 25 more an hour. So I think I'm going to go with them. And they were like, don't you want to stay here? And I'm like, hmm. no, not really. And they're like, what can we do to get you to stay? And I was like, pay me more than they offered. And they're like, all right, all right, we'll go, we'll go. Hold on. Let me go talk to the manager. So they go come back and they're like, all right, we'll give you $8 an hour. And I'm like, they're giving me eight fifty. And they're like, oh, okay. So they go and they're like, all right. So the best we could do right now for you is eight twenty five. How are you? Yeah, that's I'm, not even negotiating. Yeah, that's I'm a like, horrible... you're not, you're not, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this isn't how negotiations work. You're supposed to increase it more, right? It's Buddy. Oh, I, I didn't see him leave the area. Yeah. Okay. I have the leverage in this situation. So I did that for two, maybe three years. I don't really remember. I think it was two. And I was like, after getting consistent 850 an hour checks, I was like, the... I'm not going to be able to do anything with this. <laughs> like I'm not, even if I, and then I asked my manager who was super cool, the boss at the store, I was like, you know, how much do you make? Like, I'm not trying to make funny or anything. And he told me the wage that he was making. And I was like, that's not going to work, you know? Cause I was getting pressure to like move out of my parents' house. I was getting pressure to like step up and be a man and, and, you know, take care of, the situation yeah like you know i i was getting all these pressures to do what you're supposed you know quote unquote supposed to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then i i was like i gotta fucking figure something out so i went to moraine and i did a emt program to become like a a medic on an ambulance i found out they only make like 12 dollars an hour (laughs) And I'm like, but it's more than eight. I'll have a full 40 hour week and I'll have benefits. Right. So $12 an hour, $4 more than eight is great. And, uh, I finished the school and I went to go apply and nobody wanted EMT basics, which means no meds. So they were like, we'll sponsor you. Uh, 
there's an ambulance company, I'm not going to say the name, but there's an ambulance company out here who I really haven't even seen anymore, but they were like, oh, we'll sponsor you. And I'm like, oh, cool, 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 cool. And I'm like, how much is a sponsorship? And they're like, it's usually like 25000 but we'll sponsor you through the program and then you'll become a paramedic. You just have to sign on with us for three years or two years or something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and then they, we started going over the paperwork and shit and they took some crazy, like 75% of your check or whatever until the money was paid off. So I would, so they would give you 25, but you had to pay it back. Yeah. They'd give you, they'd sponsor you. But then once you signed on with them, you'd get a reduced wage until it was paid off. So my, my Dom, uh, app real quick, just told me that I need to drink some water. So I'm going to drink some water now. Yeah, I bet you are. (laughs) So. I, you know, I wouldn't say I gave up on the paramedic thing, but I was like, there's no way I get, I'm not going to do this to make $6 an hour. <laughs> yeah. Like, because the wage, they, it was actually like 1650, I think. And I'm, I'm in my head, I'm like, that's almost at my goal of 50,000, not knowing how to convert, you know, hourly wage to yearly. So I didn't even realize that that was like 28,000 or whatever the fuck it was. So, um, I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And then it just wasn't happening. You know, I applied to firehouses. I was going to be a fireman instead. Mm-hmm. Found out their wage was like, I, how are people buying fucking houses on, on these $30,000 wages? It doesn't make sense. Like, what's is there a, a mystery code yes. here that all these people making thirty grand a year know to where they could get a two-story house? Like, it, what the fuck's going on here? So I couldn't figure it out. And then I was like, well, I need to figure it out because now I'm almost 21 and I don't have a house. So I got to figure this shit out. And then I joined the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> Military. Yeah, and I was like, if, uh, you know, it's a stable job, I'm guaranteed pay for four years, you know? Dude, I've just regurgitated the, the propaganda that the recruiters fed to me. They were like, we're going to make you fit. We're going to make you healthy. You're going to see the world. You're going to get paid every two or every first and 15th for four years. Every in the, uh, All holidays, you're off, you know? And I'm just spitting that back out to myself in a mirror because I didn't tell anybody. I was joining the Navy (laughs) and then I joined the Navy and I was like, Hey, um, I got to talk to the family real quick. And they were like, yeah, what's going on? And I was like, I'm actually leaving, uh, to go to boot camp in June. And they were like, what? And I I was like, Oh, or no April. And they were like, what? And I was like, it's February now. So I'll be gone in two months, uh, to go to boot camp. So figure that out deal with that how you need to deal with it because i won't be here to care (laughs) right so then i did that and my first check was like four hundred (laughs) dollars like it was so it was so pathetic like my my first check from being in the military was like 400 bucks (laughs) and i was like this this isn't gonna work but they pay for housing they pay for food you know they pay for health care they pay for dental I'll be fine. You don't you know, have to worry about those expenses. Yeah, I can make if I make four hundred dollars a month and it's free everything else, I'll be okay. Right. And then I got out of the Navy. I did college a little bit more. I got a job that was aligned with my college degree. It was uh information technology, you know, uh computer shit. And the area that we live in is super competitive for that field. So all of these entry level jobs around us that are in 
the specialty of my degree want master's degrees they want fucking phds they want like 12 years of experience they want all these different certifications all this like shit on top of what i didn't even have they wanted and then i'm like okay i can get all that shit i know how to get all those certs and all that shit how much is how much are you paying when i bring you my eight years of experience and all this bullshit and they're like oh forty two thousand. and i'm like so i did all this but you gotta shit. go to school for over a hundred grand <laughs> yeah i did all this shit i i made all these moves to like advance my life and then i get to a point where i've done all the things that i was told to do and it's still not 50,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I'm not saying that to be ungrateful. I'm saying that in my head, making 50,000 a year meant you were a rich person with like a $350,000 house. Like you, you were doing good if you in had In my eyes, grand. I was always jealous of like, if I went to like a person's house and they had like ice, like the refrigerator, like an <laughs> oh, ice yeah. or, or if you had a trampoline or a pool or like. You had a garage where you can actually put your garage or your car in the garage. Yeah. Like, I always thought, like, those friends those, were so rich because, like, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> those, like, when you when they open the garage for the first time, you go to their house. And, and they open the garage and it's empty and you're like. What do you put in here? Yeah. And, and they're like, a car? And wait, you're like, wait. <laughs> you're like, why aren't, why aren't you using the front door? And the, he's like, oh, I don't have a key. I just use the garage code and get in. Yeah. And you're like, garage code? You have a, you have a button What's thing? a garage code? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, what are you, a fucking idiot? And you're like, no, no just, just poor. Just poor person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that that's, so I'm in a better place now, right? I, I, uh. I joined a union. No, I can't say, I'm not going to say which one, you know, but I joined a union and it's progressively getting better. And the more money that we make, the better our quality of life is getting. Yeah. And it's like, it's so crazy to me that there's people out there that don't want this for everyone going through it, starting from the bottom, clawing my fucking way up. I'm, you know, I'm 30. I'm, it's already half over. Like, yeah, statistically, yeah, well, with, with our with our parents, with how, how not, everything's happening. Not my entire life. I meant just career oh. is over at sixty. We'll call it. I know oh. it's like sixty five, but like we're lucky if we make it there. But. Yeah, but I'm halfway through, and I had to I had to do some shit to get to where I'm at. Not the same shit that other people do. You know, I'm not sacrificing babies and shit and whatever the fuck the Illuminati or whatever the fuck everybody Why we get into that? Curious. I'm just saying whatever yeah. the weirdos do with their weirdo time to like stomp on, I never stepped on anybody I'm trying to do this shit the right way you didn't sleep with anyone to get to the top exactly you didn't. <laughs> I didn't I didn't you know <laughs> I don't want to go I don't want to go too far in that but I didn't do that you know I, I didn't do any dirty tactics to get where I'm at I'm trying to do this shit clean and it's so fucking difficult <laughs> Like, it is so hard to stay on the path of positivity well, and Well, it's also really hard this. when they pushed college for all of us and to go to college and the fucking student loan. We're getting... This is where the topic's going to start switching into, like... Yeah, we're like, derailing. We're, we're, <laughs> the train is derailed. So, we're at the derailment mark, though. Yeah, we really are, because everyone who went to college and did what they were told to do 
Yeah. He's now like, hey, wait a minute, what the fuck? So we're not going to go too far into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, can't. we got, we got to, that's because that's a whole podcast in itself. And I also don't want to do anti-corporation, anti-work stuff. Well, let's save that for like episode 10. Oh like, no, I still need my job. See, my, my, my thing. Yeah, please don't fire me. My. Please, God. <laughs> please. Um, I, I've worked too long for. Yeah, yeah to, we, to we've done too much to get where we're at today to let it slip. Yeah, I feel like I bullshit. have really good, really great job security. Um, but, uh, what's it called? Uh, my whole life, like, I, which is a struggle, and we've talked about it a few times on here. My whole life has been, I've taken care of myself, kind of. Yeah. Because, like, I, I was the oldest sibling, and if you're the oldest sibling with a lot of siblings underneath you, you know you had to take care of everyone else, too. And you it was like you first but also you know help the other siblings so like once i got older and had the job and everything like i was independent like and that's typically how it is with the firstborn is like they're the most independent um the my whole life i thought that's how it was gonna be like i just i gotta it's me for myself and like anyone else who happens to be there is gonna be there so it's such a struggle like having you i already know where this is going having you come to me and telling me since i've making if you guys have heard obviously you were listening to here i've been hustling since like this first second grade for right. second grade and this man didn't start working till 18 that's right <laughs> and this man is going to tell me that i can move down to a part-time job soon soon that doesn't make sense to me very soon like you like it it doesn't none of that makes sense I know. like we've already talked about i this, know and we've already talked about why i want to do this but and what we're doing for our kids we're really yeah. trying to foster an environment for these kids to do all of the things that we couldn't do yeah like to explore the ideas that we couldn't explore we started exploring too late like we started exploring when we were 18 and when i got my 725 an hour job i was like this is it i'm a fucking winner (laughs) well we also didn't have the guidance that's true because like my parents were focused on the other siblings like I, I was the kid that had, like, A's and B's, like, mostly A's. Like, in high school, I never had a lunch because I took so many courses. Right. Because um, I was in band. Band took up a class. I was also in jazz band. Uh-huh. Um, so that also took a class. Um, I had to sign a paper saying I was okay not having a lunch. And I could have graduated my junior year if I truly wanted right. to. So, like, Fucking that's, like... Nerd. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, like, to show you where I was at, like, academically, like, right. uh, my parents never worried. Well, let's pause there, because I'm going to contrast <laughs> what you just said with my high school experience. So I was on the swim and dive team, but I failed every single class except for gym my freshman year. So I took algebra, like high school algebra, like four times. So I, by the time I rolled into my sophomore year and finished my sophomore year the school straight up sat me down and they were like if you don't pass everything everything from here on until you graduate you will not graduate and i was like oh is that bad oh my god (laughs) and they were like yeah it's that bad and um so i had to do summer school my sophomore year 
uh, I had to do summer school and night school my junior year. And then my senior year, I had to do summer school, night school, and I had to take a college-level class to get enough credits just to graduate high school. Otherwise, you were going to be a super senior. Otherwise, I was going to be a senior year, too. I was <laughs> going to be a, a we nine, call those super seniors. Yeah, I was going to be a 19-year-old senior, and who knows what would have happened if that would have been my life. Like, you know, I'm sure I would have just did the GED. There's no way I was going to do a senior year again. I would have just taken the GED and got take, my... Taken the L? Yeah, just take the L. I could pass this fucking test, this basic knowledge See, test. I felt like I had so much to fucking prove to, like, my parents because being the oldest, being in a Catholic, like, yeah. grew up Catholic and all that, like, I was trying to get independent. Like, I had independence, right? But they didn't trust me, like, going out with friends and, like, going places. Like, I was very sheltered. So, like, I thought, like, if I showed them, like, hey, I'm getting A's. Hey, look at I'm making money. Hey, look at I'm I'm basically an adult. Like, hey, I'm 15 and an adult. Let me go hang out with my friends. Like, I would play in the neighborhood with, like, like the kids. But, like, if I, they were, like, let's go to the mall. Like, I had to, like, beg my parents sometimes to, oh, like, I, let me go. Oh, trust me. I know. I know that feeling. I used to go to the mall all the time, but I couldn't buy anything. I would just walk around with everybody else. Well, that's... I just wanted to hang out with my friends, and that was another reason why like i like i strive to like be quote unquote perfect because i was trying to show them hey i'm responsible like right. but they didn't trust other people because i was I'm, I'm attractive i'm a pretty girl <laughs> so i think that was also where my mom and dad were oh also like God. we don't want you to go out i mean from the pictures i saw that i'm so glad that we weren't in high school at the same time okay why are you gonna <laughs> say it like that not saying that I, I wouldn't have been attracted to you but like the the difference of your I, high school look versus the looks that you weren't even on we babe, didn't have people you like a you freshman in high school gross i was in the fifth grade right so <laughs> me and you dating in high school would have never no happened. i'm saying in a world where <laughs> we're in high school at the same time but in the same genres that we yeah. did like your style didn't exist at my school the first person that did it had this huge hair there was it was like blue and it, it was just huge scene, yeah yeah scene kid. yeah so the that's, that's who we're talking about the we're talking first about the scene, scene kid that showed up to to our school i was already on my way out i was already a senior i remember seeing it and i'm like what the fuck is that i'm so glad i'm getting out of here <laughs> yeah because as you were leaving i was coming in <laughs> well, that is my generation <laughs> yeah so she had like those big six inch platform boots yeah. and then she was fucking walking around with like a pacifier and shit which do whatever you want to do right but at the time i was so indoctrinated into the system of well, anything outside the, the normal high school was that bad. you went to also you were a stereotype in itself for going there mm -hmm. so you didn't go to the lower schools you were at the top school right you're at the, that was this it's still the, the top school in the area like right. it's so, like a nine out of ten rating right now right so what had happened was a 10 out of 10? i'm gonna find that out real quick <laughs> what had happened was i came from chicago public school <laughs> I went to Chicago public school from fifth grade to eighth grade. And then I went to a suburban, uh, I don't want to say what demographic lives here, but they love church, <laughs> you know? So I went from being poorly educated to a suburb that had a good school with a good, like my first math course that I took at that high school I, it was so hard. I didn't even know most of the concepts they were even talking about. Like, I think it was the f lowest level algebra that you could take. And it was confusing the shit out of me because I didn't even nine know. Nine out of ten. 
Yeah, I didn't even know like basic times tables. Like I didn't I didn't know past two digits. I learned that in seventh grade. I learned like ten plus fifteen or times fifteen. I learned that in seventh grade. In uh my fifth grade, I remember this specifically. In my fifth grade, my history book was missing like three or four presidents. So it like stopped they just stopped caring about the school. And then I remember a little off topic, I remember asking my teacher who was a minority, I was like, we were going over presidents and I was looking at them all and I'm just being an innocent person. I'm like, hey miss whatever your name is, why are all the presidents old white people? And then she laughed and said, you'll, you'll figure it out eventually. I did figure it out eventually, but like, I remember going through that experience, like, why was she so mad that I pointed that out? Because I was genuinely concerned that it was all the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm looking at it like this doesn't look right. And I want to know why, you did know, they, did they misprint this? Yeah. Like I know we're missing three presidents and we don't have the current one or the past one, but some doesn't look right here. And then it was like, fuck you, you know, cause yeah. of, I went to a minority school in the city. Like yeah. everybody fucking hated me there. Cause they thought I was like, I had a million dollars. It was so wild mm-hmm. going there. But that's why my high school experience was so bad. Cause like the education I got up to that point, it didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wasn't the shit that the kids are getting now. Like they're trying to teach Kennedy, you know, fucking math and shit already. And she's not even in first grade. She's not even in kindergarten, yeah. you know? And then Alina's learning some shit. That's like uh, what she's learning now. I learned in like fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, what are they get by the time she's in high school, they're just going to be doing like calculus and freshman year. Like uh, what the fuck is that? I took, I took calculus. Uh, your freshman year? Not my freshman year, but like, like in high school? In high school. Jesus. I took I took a few AP classes. I took an AP history class. Um, funny thing with that, the AP history class, because any AP class, as if you, if you know, um, you get a college credit. Aww. So if you pass the class. Right. So um, I was struggling because history isn't my strong suit. I don't like reading. I, I like, history. but I loved the teacher. It was Mr. Eunuch, and he was awesome like he would walk around the class and like literally have like powerpoints and like talk about it and he was so passionate about it and i loved that right. but i just i couldn't dates were bad like i i don't i, I don't know it i really right. don't know it yeah no the so dates get me I when know. i went to go take the 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 test you had to pay to get the test hmm. and i i couldn't afford it yeah. and my parents it's a pretty common story yeah and i told my parents that and they were like well we can't we can't help you like either it's a free college credit just pay the 50 bucks oh well i <laughs> that was probably I, like 250 it was or some like crazy shit. i, I want to say it was around there it had to be i can't i can't remember but it was enough to where i couldn't afford it yeah and here's the fucked up part i was like hovering around a c right so i was still passing yeah um I, my teacher told me about a program that I can apply for, and then they would pay for the test. The people told me that because of my grade and because I couldn't afford it, that they weren't going to help me out because right. the odds of me passing weren't great. Yeah, they want to ensure that their $200 is yeah. going to go to so a passing so I didn't get that credit because I couldn't afford it, which I, cu- I could have passed that test because my I ended up getting like a B in that class um, at the end of it. It was just the it was the dates i can't remember dates to save my life yeah i don't get it i don't know how people do that shit like, i'm just I don't not care. Yeah. like this well, happened yeah well i care for our our dating history like you better know the fucking dates and my birthday when's my birthday 28 of what month nine so nine twenty eight. 
What year was I born? 94. Okay. Good boy. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> there we go. Um, That's, the only reason I know that is because, because last my <laughs> birthday is the 28th of December. Oh, so 28, 28, it makes it easy. I just got to figure out what month. It's Perfect. <laughs> I'm like, I know it's not in the first half of the year. So yeah. it's got to be I thought you meant like second. last night when you were asking me like, oh, uh, how old were you when you, this movie came out? And it was like 1995. I was like, I'm one years, one Oh, years Jumanji. Old. Yes, yeah. Jumanji. The original Jumanji. Um. But you what was I getting one. at with that? But yeah, no, I took a few, like, it got to the point with my my senior year where, like, I took such a hard math class and I didn't, I didn't even need to take the math class. Like, I had all the credits to fucking graduate already and I was just over it. So I asked them to, like, drop a class, like, to go from, like, the advanced math to, like, a lower math. And, like, I just, I gave up, like, my last little bit of senior year. I'm not going to lie. Right. I, I was wish. just over it. I wasn't going to college anymore because I made that decision. So I was like, this is, the, I, I worked my whole life to get A's and B's and to, like, pass and do all these things to go off to college. And I'm not going to college anymore. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck. You know what's really interesting? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we got to wrap this up soon. I'm, yeah. I don't want to go past an hour and a half. But you know what's really interesting is that, as I've aged and as, as I've gone into like adulthood, like the longer I'm in adulthood, the better I do at school. So yeah. like uh, when I took my Navy school was the first time that I, I went to, I was 21, 20 or 21. I started Navy school and it was uh, the attrition rate was 80%. So 80% of the students drop out. So that means only 20% go through. And I was like, I'm going to be one of that 20%. Like, fuck that. I'm not going to be whatever yeah. happens when you don't pass this shit because <laughs> I'm a slave to the military, yeah. like, essentially, you know, because yeah. if you fail, they don't just say, oh, sorry, I'll kick we'll you out. Tomorrow. They go, all right, Figure well, it out, and you're also going to clean this. Yeah, they're like, so since you're so dumb, we're going to have you paint this part of the ship you know and some people choose to do that and if that's what makes you happy man go for it but there's no fucking way i would have been able to paint a ship for eight hours a day for four years i'd be insane watching paint dry just oh god i'd be eating it and shit (laughs) (laughs) sniffing the paint yeah just Just... something to get the make the day more (laughs) exciting than using a hundred shades of gray on a boat yeah (laughs) um that would have been you could have made that book Hundred Shades of Grey on a boat. <laughs> Let's talk about what that book looks like. What? How does that read? Oh. Is it a sailboat? Sailboat. Hundred. Yep. Yeah. It's a sailboat that's going through waters, and it's just consistent storms, but they're different levels of storms. And for some god awful reason, your boat keeps surviving. And then yeah. at the end of it, you're like, "What the fuck? Just take me now. Right. I'm tired of the rain. I'm ready. I'm ready to be sunk." And then it's the light shines, and the first ray of sunshine hits me, and I could feel it filling my body with love and energy. And I go, "Oh, that's why I went through all of those storms." And it's just a metaphor for going through something. And then this boat sinks, and then you die. Yep. that's that's actually a good ending because you you get that Rhea son you did it but now you're done yeah welcome to retirement <laughs> i did it and then boom dead you get you get 15 years to uh enjoy your i was i was going more of like the 50 shades of gray but mm-hmm. i but that that story works too yeah yeah so if you guys want to make that book or, yeah. or make <laughs> that into that. a movie uh, shoot it our way. <laughs> yeah. We will take some profit from that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely taking some profit from that one. The the restaurants, we're never going to do that. But books and shit, we might. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, 
you know we talked way longer than we should have yeah we're gonna ramp this up uh you know we definitely got into a better flow which i like so i think we're gonna structure the podcast a little less than what we've been doing i think we need to stop talking about how we're gonna do the podcast exactly so we're just gonna do it i'm gonna write down like five topics we're just gonna look at them and then whichever one we want to do that's how we're gonna do it we'll try that next podcast so if episode five sucks we'll just go back to this (laughs) (laughs) perfect thank you to the you know i think it's like 30 people Shout out. Well, yeah, well, regardless, thank yeah, you for listening. Thank you. Please five star it. If you want to give us a one star. Um, don't. Don't. <laughs> just don't listen to us. Or at least tell us why. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to go with don't even listen. Don't even listen. You know, <laughs> if you're going to give a one star, that's fine. That's how you want to live life. Yeah. But we're living a life of five stars. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're, we have five star lives. And we're going to five star other people. We're going to spread the stars. Okay. Because that's how you get this shit to work. All right. We, yeah. we don't, we don't get five stars and then not give other podcasts five stars. We get five stars and we pay, you know, pay it forward. We give everything five stars. Everyone. You know, if stars. we don't like we're you. We're all trying to make money. Exactly. We're all trying to make Yeah. Them, like, make what are you it? doing? You don't want us to be, you know, you, you don't want us to have fun. <laughs> I don't even know how to get mad anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, this is me trying to be angry. Oh, and it, I'm so angry. Oh, I'm not at all. I'm so angry. <laughs> Alina, you want to close this out? <laughs> oh, here she comes. All right. So thanks for listening. You know, yeah. uh, we really appreciate you. It, this is growing. It's getting better. Uh, the audio quality, we, I don't know, I had to use my backup. <laughs> like computer so i think this should just be the computer that other one is faulty yeah yeah this one i think is gonna sound better here come on uh so i'm gonna have my kid close us out uh is there anything you want to say anything anything you want to say Oh, wow, that's not nice jesus i don't want to be famous so that's fine just say goodbye bye thank you good job that's what we're dealing with (laughs) the preteen stage yeah it's common we're not cool i'm still cool to kennedy yeah uh, yeah well yeah some days some days you know but you get it you get it until 10 or 11 i think you know from what i've heard from other parents 10 or 11's when when the downturn happens (laughs) When you go from this cool parent figure who could do anything and move a mountain if you want to, like, slowly becoming more of a dork, you know? Uh, Good times. It's real life. Uh, That all being said, we will see you guys or talk to you guys next week. All right. I don't know. Oh, my God. New computer. No more guest stars. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.